We have a brand new heavyweight champion of the world. Francis Ngannou knocks Stipe Miocic out in the second round of the main event of UFC 260. This is the Battle Cat. My name is Rahul J. Chan. Thank you very much for joining me. Um, <clears throat> okay, look, so I don't know how to just kind of put this. So look, I watched the fight while I was intoxicated. I am very intoxicated and... Um, after watching the fight, I had an opinion of what I saw. And then since watching the fight, obviously, as you lot know, I've been watching and listening to other people's kind of reaction of, of Francis's performance and just how the fight played out in general. And I kind of felt like, why do I feel like things were different to what people are saying? So I decided to watch the fight again today while I'm stone cold Steve Austin sober. Um, to see whether I just kind of had a, a, an incorrect perception of what happened because I was drunk. And having watched the fight for a second time, I'm, I'm the same. I feel the same as I did previously. So let me kind of explain what I'm trying to get at here. So look, Francis Ngannou, first and foremost, from the man that lost to Stipe Miocic back in 2018 uh, to, to, to the man we saw on Saturday night, um, it's clear as day that he has made major strides in his technical ability. He, he just made major improvements in his understanding of the sport. And this is a new version of Francis Ngannou. Francis Ngannou 2.0, right? On top of that, during this fight itself, if it was an exam, if it was a test, every single question that Stipe Miocic asked, Francis Ngannou answered and was able to show his working out. So if you're grading the performance, you'd have to say it was an A+, plus, an A star. Like, he literally didn't put a foot wrong. So going into the fight, my kind of opinion, like I broke this fight down with um, the redneck truth about a shout out to you. Um, so we kind of both agreed that um, this fight kind of hinged on Stipe's ability to to make the fight go a longer distance right um, and we felt that the longer the fight went the more likely it would be that Stipe would end up with his hand raised and in order to negotiate that and the mistake that Francis made in the first round the first fight sorry was he was very aggressive the first time round, and he kind of blew his load early doors and he was very tired as the fight continued so the way he adjusted to that is he came into the fight and he took the center of the octagon which was an aggressive move um, but he didn't just chase Stipe Miocic around he tailed the center of the octagon and every time Stipe Miocic came in range Francis Ngannou let him know he was there by landing a strike whether it's a low kick he landed a couple of punches he landed a punch to the side of the head which looked like it should have rocked Stipe but Stipe, uh, Stipe um, ate that punch really well um, so that was the first thing right so his approach to the fight so he, he kind of showed, all right, this is how I'm fighting this time around. It's different to how I fought the first time around. So that was the first big tick. The second big tick was obviously Stipe went for the takedown and Francis Ngannou was able to stuff the takedown. But not only did he stuff it, he then took Stipe down himself and they landed up against the cage. And um, Francis Ngannou was landing ground and pound. And it kind of reminded me of when Brock Lesnar beat Frank Mir, I think it's at UFC 100, um, when Brock Lesnar beat Frank Mir in the rematch. It was a similar sort of position and, and the way it was happening and the size difference of the two fighters, it just, I just got flashbacks of that fight. So 
two major ticks in Francis Ngannou's column there, right? So the second round starts um, and Francis Ngannou lands and he hurts Stipe. He, he knocks Stipe down and then um, um, pretty soon after that, within a matter of 10, 15, 20 seconds, uh, the fight's over because Stipe comes into range um, aggressively and he pays the price for it. He gets hit with a straight punch and he falls. He falls on his leg and that's all she wrote for him on Saturday night. So everything that Francis and Garnu had to do, all of the, um, like I say, all of the, the questions that were asked of him, he answered. It's an A-plus performance. He didn't put a foot wrong, right? So yes, it's, it's time to get excited about Francis and Garnu. Um, I think Stipe's approach to the fight was to basically try and feel his way into the first round I think when he sat on that stool between the first and second round I think he would have been relatively pleased with what happened um, although he ended up in a couple of precarious positions um, there was nothing there that was a major kind of code red he didn't come and sit on the stool rocked and hurt and um, a, a massive like 10-8 round against him sort of thing um, it was a good way of him feeling his way into the fight I think he prepared for uh, a Francis Ngannou uh, a more aggressive Francis Ngannou a guy that was going to lead the dance more and I think what he saw was a guy that was just holding the center of the octagon still being active and it's a difficult puzzle for Stipe to negotiate at that point um, but we know Stipe is able to make adjustments in fights like we saw against the fight I think that the second fight with DC so we know he's capable of doing it so um you know, Stipe was well in the fight going into the second round. Um, I think once he got rocked, I think the game plan just went out the window because it was a case of fight or flight. Because I think he could sense that Francis is going to start sticking it on me now, so I've got to give him something to think about. And he landed. He landed with a strike. And um, once he landed with that strike, like I say, he got aggressive and he suffered the same consequences as majority of Francis Ngannou's other opponents by being knocked out, fell on his leg. Um, so like, I'm going to kind of contradict myself here. Um, and because the reason why I'm a little bit conflicted is I don't, I don't know whether I'm ready to get as hyped about Francis Ngannou as I feel like people are at the moment, because he stuffed, he stopped one takedown, right? And I know this is this might sound stupid because the amount of fighters that he's beaten that have tried to take him down and in that moment of the fight he's knocked them out, Cain Velasquez, Curtis Blades, like I know he's able to knock people out when they're trying to take him down. And I know for a f like I know that what I'm gonna say might sound stupid because I feel like um if I wanna know what he looks like if fights do go longer. Like, that's still an unanswered question for me. But at the same time, I do fully appreciate that he doesn't let fights go longer. Like, he knocks these fuckers out. So what difference does it make? Do, do, do you get what I'm trying to say? And when people do try and take him down, he, he stop, he, they can't. They literally can't. He's got the technical ability and the strength to stop that happening to him. But, but. I still feel like that question needs to be answered. And maybe it's a redundant question because, like I say, who is there on the roster that has the capability of doing that? But as an all-round fighter, I just don't know whether Francis Ngannou is as good as people are making out yet because I want to know. I want to see what that looks like. I want to see him go on into later rounds. I want to see people 
um, kind of getting into the third round and see what he looks like, see what his gas tank looks like. Do you understand what I'm trying to say? Because that was a big, that was a big issue in the first fight against Stipe. But like I say, I'm very, 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 very cognizant of the fact that the reason why fights don't go long is because he knocks people out. So it doesn't really matter, does it? But I think I think what it kind of boils down to is a lot of the time we see these title fights and we see, you know, people put in a performance and people just sing their praises and he's the best thing since sliced bread. Um, and then... On the same note, if someone loses, Conor McGregor, for example, against Dustin Poirier, he's done, he's finished, he's not the same fighter, he's never going to be, be able to fight at the same level that he, he once was able to. And I feel like I just fall kind of somewhere in between most of the times. I never think it's as bad as people say, but then I never think it's as good as what people make out, right? Um, yes, Francis is um, an elite heavyweight fighter. Yes, I can't see anyone on that roster that's going to be able to beat him anytime soon but but i still have this question burning in me like i still have this question like will he be able to will he how will he fight how, what will he do if someone is able to go into the second half of the second round if someone is able to take it into the third the fourth like that is that's that's a question that I, I need an answer to for me to get fully on board with Francis and Garnu and be like fucking hell mate this this might be the best heavyweight we've ever seen. Do you know what I mean? Having said all of that, the the improvements he's made as a mixed martial artist, as a man that started fighting kind of in the sport kind of like 2011, 2012, 2013, whatever it is, right? So late on, he, he just, he didn't have a discipline before then. He just kind of started training um, in, in the sport and just how good he's become in that period of time. Um, it's, it's literally, it's, it's unbelievable, right? So like, I'm not like, I, I understand and I appreciate Francis Ngannou. I understand just how good he is. I understand how massive the achievement is of him becoming the world champion with the the level of the amount of time he's had training and and, and kind of being a professional fighter <sighs> but i still have have this question that i want the answer to and until i get an answer then i don't know i'm, I'm still not going to be fully on the hype train of francis and garnu who knows, man? He might just continue in his career and nobody sees the lights of day and he might just get finish after finish after finish. And then at that point, I'll have to just say, you know what? Who cares? Like, who who cares? When, when you can do that to these guys, who cares about this one question that I've got? Like, because he's just given me a way better answer. But at the moment, like I say, I have this question. I have this question, man. Um, and I don't know whether I've said that very well. I don't know whether I've, I've articulated what I'm thinking in, in, in words very well. But I gave it a go. I gave it a go. Let me know what you guys think. Put your comments below. Um, if you think I'm talking absolute bollocks, please say so. Because I'm, 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 I'm open to, um, to that being a possibility. Right? I'm, not, uh, I'm not one of these guys that thinks that my opinion is always right. And I'm happy someone's able to provide me a viable argument i think i've provided a viable argument myself in, in what i've said in terms of um the counterpoint to my argument 
Uh, you guys know what I'm trying to say. I'm just waffling now. But anyway, um, like, comment, subscribe, all of that good stuff. I'll catch you guys next time.